I could sit there and I could stroke that boom all day long. <laughs> y'all first episode of the new year with all three of us thanks for joining us again for a much delayed episode of skids up rc podcast um i think i have finally gotten a taste of what it's like to be javier because it has been cold as shit in our neck of the woods and i haven't been outside in like a week and a half let alone flown i haven't flown since i don't even know when december maybe probably so I'm going to probably take a back seat to this one and just listen to all the fun that Frank has had flying because I think it's still spring in Florida at the moment. Um, Dude, but, so, uh, <laughs> so, go ahead. so I got a rebuttal. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I got a rebuttal. No, 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 that was it. That was it. Well, my thought was Dude, that I, will, like, I don't really have any updates. I just can't wait to hear, I can't wait to hear what you guys have been up to. Dude, so oh, there's been so much shit, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, you have no fucking clue what... I think this is going to be the episode... This is going to be the uh, Frank I, episode, I think. This is the episode where I, I out-talk Javier. This might be it. Guys, watch out. This is going to be a doozy because there is some shit to say. You can't see uh, me. I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing my hands. I'm doing a Mr. Uh, Mr. Burns thing here. Let's do it. Uh, so, okay, you know what? Let's let, let's let Javier uh, have his uh, talk really quickly, get his points across, because when I start, it's going to be, it's going to be greatness. Just like a roller coaster, just rolling along, just plowing don't, along. Don't oh, overpromise yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and underdeliver. Dude, I, I am I am a bulldozer. You know, I'm a bulldozer drunk going through through the fields, just destroying everything in my back. Okay. All right. Well, well, Javier, then you go first, man. All right. Well, um, it's gonna be a really short list, indeed. Uh, of course, I've been simming a lot. Um, I've been trying to improve uh, a little bit on my skills, which is what, uh, you know, what we do here in Southern, uh, well, mid, mid, mid South US um, on, the, on the cold. And, um, you know, with uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of snow, a lot of cold this, uh, this weekend, actually, we're going to be in the negatives. I mean, it's going to be really bad. They're saying that uh, they're forecasting for the area, not a snow but more like uh, like an icing thing. Um, so it's it's going to be apparently really, really bad. How cold was it today? Just uh, so we can all get a, a frame of reference for each other, because it was 17 degrees today here, which is the well, coldest I've ever cold. seen it in Dallas. That That's pretty cold for Dallas. Right now, right now we're at 16 with a sensation of one. <laughs> Feels like one? Oh, yes. Man. All right, how about you, Frank? Hello, guys. I'm coming. I'm coming. This is, I love this. If, you know, I don't know how much time you spend on the hangout lately, Paul, but I've been going out of my way to 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 keep the title of warm weather dick at its highest. You know, <laughs> currently right now it is uh, 73 with a high of 81. I hate you. All right, we're uh, done. Here. We're, we're, we're just finished, Frank. Oh, I, I shouldn't on. have asked. So it's supposed to be four, one, two, three, four degrees on Sunday in Dallas. Which is in freaking Texas. Dude, what, what are you still doing there? I'm just thinking that this might be the end of the world because I'm pretty sure that in the last two million years, it's never been four degrees in Dallas. Wow. It's probably not. Dude, it's probably all not the, true. It's all the global warming. It's all the global warming. It's fighting back. It is. The earth is fighting back. 
Well, in yeah. 10 years, Miami is going to be completely underwater and it'll be semi comfortable in Dallas. So I think, no, dude, I think Dallas is the real global warming winner here. So I think I'm like 20 feet above sea level. My job might be underwater, but my house will still be okay. So just, 20 so feet just, above sea level? Is so that just, like the highest point in Miami? Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Keep going, man. Well, uh, with those, with those uh, frigid temperatures, there hasn't been uh, room for much other than, you know, as I said, basically just simming. Uh, and it's going to be continue for that for a, few, a couple months at least. Um, but I've, I, did, um, I did something, um, you know, on the bench. I, um, I reinvigorated my Goblin 500. Uh, as you remember from days past, I had a small incident that, uh, that got me uh, out of my normal calm demeanor. <laughs> And uh, you, you pulled a Hulk and you ripped the canopy in two. Yes, basically. So, uh, so I I had already gotten the canopy. Um, so it it's it has a very nice canopy, brand new. But I received what was it, yesterday or the day before. Um, I received uh, my boom. Uh, to, that finally, you know, the other boom was functional, but it was all ripped and repaired with epoxy. Um, so now we, I've got a brand new boom. I painted a red stripe underneath to, to have a little bit better visibility. And I also changed the blades because the blades were also functional, but uh, they had a, uh, if you remember, they have a very big nick on uh, near the root that I filled with epoxy. So I just didn't want to, um, I just didn't want to continue flying those blades. Uh, the RT blades have worked really well for me on the 570, so I so I I said, you know, why not? Why not test RT blades also on my 500? So now it has RT 510 blades, and um, I put um, instead. Well, the uh, the Goblin 500 uses um, 86 millimeter tail blades, and the uh, 570 uses 96. So what I didn't know is that there's actually a 92 millimeter size blade for the tail. So a friend of mine told me that. So I went for the RT Ultimates, the one that have that um, iridescent paint yeah. uh, that's supposed to help with, uh, with visibility. So I'm using that, uh, you know, 92 millimeter uh, RT Ultimates on the tail. So you're, hoping... you've got the regular RTs on the mains, right? Yes, the regular RTs. There, there were no Ultimates on that size. Gotcha. I bought so... some Ultimates for my 570. Yes, yes, there's, um, uh, there's, I think, 580. There are 580, yeah, they're 580 blades, but I put them on my 570. Yep, yep. I haven't, yep. actually haven't flown it yet. You haven't flown it yet? No, I got those in, like, early December, and the last time I flew was late November. Ah. Um, so I've, yeah, a brand new pair of blades. Uh, I haven't, haven't flown them yet, so hopefully when the weather gets a little bit warmer, I'll go. go well, now. Now, now we can, now we can talk in similar terms, you know? This is not a normal. This is not a normal thing, Javier. But but at least you 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 got to experience it at least. You know so, what it so you guys are like saying? Trapped by the weather. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> hey, we, we should we should have a little gentleman bet here. I bet that I could I can get more flights than both of you guys combined this year. Um, at the rate you guys are going, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna smoke both of you guys. I think oh, that yeah. was the case just think, on a normal given year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should, I should try tripling it, you know. I should take yours and then half it and then add it, add it, you know. Did I tell you the last time I went out to uh, the field? It was it was it was cold, and I was the only one out there. And I was like, man, like my face is like freezing off, so I, I put my mask on. 
And I actually got two text messages from people that had seen me on the camera, like making fun of me. Cause I was like, you're like, dude, you're not going to get COVID. You're at the field by yourself. And I was like, I'm cold. motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's like, it's like I dude. realized I'm not going to get COVID in the middle of an empty park. You assholes. <laughs> CCTV's trolling out its finest. Jesus Christ. Love those guys. That's, That's awesome. It seems like it's that some of the members, awesome. members hobby is just watching the camera. <laughs> There's like four of them uh, in different directions. So you can always, yeah. you can always see who's there, but it was just kind of funny. But yes, I agree with you, Frank. I think you're going to get more flights than me and Javier combined, unless, unless I take this as a challenge, in which case I say, no, sir, you're going down. Yeah, let's I think go. We, I think we should take a challenge. I say this, okay, I say this. Um, we put in the price of a set of blades and whoever gets it gets, gets, gets uh, two thirds of the, the cost of the blades. You know, make that it interesting. A, that is a that is a that's a tempting offer. Uh, I know I'm going to lose a set of blades and, and, at, that, at that point, though. <laughs> I know and I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose. I mean, I have like three months. Uh, I mean, I can only fly like three months of the year. Okay, that's not true. That's What's not the true. minimum helicopter size for this to count? Oh, it doesn't matter. Flight period. Because I can because I can find my oxy two in the backyard. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I could fly well, the nano indoors. Your own buddy, the nano. <laughs> I don't know if the nano counts, man. <laughs> Although I did, you know, I I I credit the nano with my ability to fly upside down and backwards <laughs> at the same time. The, nano's a fun little Harley, dude. I know, I know. I remember flying the nano outside. So funny story. I remember flying the nano outside and like having it bounce off the of the gravel and like putting it back up and taking it up in the air again. Dude, I've crashed, I've crashed my Nano hundreds, like literally hundreds of times, and it still flies. I mean, it's kind of squishy around the edges, but it still flies. <laughs> yeah, it still, it still holds a hover. You got to stay on top of it, but it holds. <laughs> yeah, that right, thing well, is a beast. Let's take, um, let's take a vote on who wants to take Frank up on this offer of uh, me and Javier losing a pair of blades. All in favor, say aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I guess here's, here's, here's a better question, oh, no. though, Frank. If we lose, can we get your discount to buy the blades? <laughs> of course, of course. All right, you're on, you're on. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, oh, what else have you, you been up to, you, Javier? Uh, that's it. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's, 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 not, it's not much. Well, uh, unless uh, beating Star Wars Battlegrounds 2 counts, but I don't think it does. Battlegrounds 2 is a horrible game, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Cannot get on board with this. <laughs> I got it for five dollars, and I still feel like I paid too much for it. Yeah, that's that's what I got it for. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics are beautiful, and the game is shit. Uh, it was fun. It was very, it was very, very, very short. But at least the uh, at least the story was good. Javier is officially Javier is officially done, Frank. So take you know, jump on this. Take advantage of it. Yeah. No, dude. I want to talk. I want to talk. I want to talk. I really want to talk about the the Star Wars thing. Uh, so I remember Star Wars used you? to have a video game. No, no. Star Wars used to have a video game. Yes, they did. <laughs> they still have no, no, video they, games. No, no. They used to, no, they still they have a game of uh, like racing. Uh, racing. I don't know what the fuck they were yeah, called. Yeah, pod racing. It was so good. Pod racing. Yes. And I, that was, I that was, was a fantastic. That was a fantastic game. And, I, my, and my buddy had a similar, had the controller for it and everything. It was just, and we would spend hours playing that stupid thing. Yeah, I want to say that was like the yeah. early... Was it like maybe 2001, 2002? Because I, I used to have it too. Maybe, maybe it was 99 because I mean the movie came out in 99. 99? 
Yeah, it came out in '99. It was like in my senior year of high school. There are so many shitty Star Wars games uh, out there, but Pod Racer was one of the better. Was one of the, was one of the best ones, I think. That was a that was a fantastic game. Uh, have you played uh, Have you Have you played Squadrons yet? The flight sim. Yes, yes, I've I've played a few missions. It's good. It's good? kind of like uh, it, they they tried to make Tie Fighter. Uh, you know, Tie Fighter was an excellent. Yeah. Game. Tie Fighter, X-Wing, X-Wing and Tie Fighter were my two favorites, yes. actually, of all time. They tried to make something like that, you know, pour in a little bit of uh, modern technology here, a little bit yeah. of storage there. It's not bad. It's not bad, but it doesn't feel like, like, uh, like, like Tie Fighter. I don't know. Really? I don't know what it is. It doesn't feel like... I, I thought, like, I had more fun with Tie Fighter, but... Uh, but, you know, but it I, might have been just because it was so... It was, I mean, Tie Fighter was revolutionary when it came out, you know, and yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to, to recreate that sense of... Uh, so where do I get this Tie Fighter at? Where do I get this Tie Fighter? Because you guys have been talking about games. <laughs> it was released in, like, what, in 1996? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you'll, if, you'll, if you'll actually be able to run it on a modern machine. You can probably play it in a web... You can, you can probably play it in a web browser, actually, <laughs> somewhere. Really? Dude, it's, it's a really old game, but it was... It was I mean, it was seminal for its time. Yeah. I, don't, I, yeah. I feel like Squadrons could be that way if you had a VR headset, though. Like, it could be pretty cool. Uh, I, I don't know. I get, I, get, I, get, uh, I, get, I get sick, you know, motion sickness. I, I played, I don't know what, what game it was. It was, a, it was a game on the PlayStation, and it was a VR game. And, you, I mean, I was flying an X-Wing. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, stand more like 30 minutes, and I was about to puke. You know, it was bad. No, I'm the same way. I had a, I think I told you guys, I had an Oculus uh, Quest. Was it the Quest? Oculus Quest 2, the new one. And I had it for two mm-hmm. weeks and I just, I sold it. I mean, and they were still so rare that I could actually sold it for as much money as I paid for it. But, uh, or they were hard to find. But I could not get past the motion sickness and I didn't want to, everyone's like, oh, if you spend 60 hours in it, you'll be fine. I was like, Man, I don't want to spend 60 hours throwing up to be fine. So I just, <laughs> I just got rid of it. <laughs> I feel the same way. It's a cool concept. I just, I couldn't, my, my, uh, my stomach couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm either. There, there's, there's just one game uh, that's actually pretty fun that uh, I actually played it from start to finish. It's called Rush of Blood on the PlayStation 4. It's a shooter. It's kind of like a horror shooter. And uh, it's, it's really fun. <laughs> and it's the only VR game that hasn't given me motion sickness. It's kind of like being in one of those, um, uh, games on on parks that you go into a little car and you start shooting at stuff. Oh, I got you. It's I kind of you. like that. It's kind of like that. So I don't know if that helped with it with might. Sickness, but... It might help because you know your your body it, you get you get motion sickness when you do things that your bot your brain expects your body to be doing but you're not really doing them. Yeah. So if you're sitting in a car that's moving, I feel like you wouldn't experience motion sickness the same way as if you're doing like uh, something where you're running around and jumping or. Something yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, so that's a, the only one that I could actually beat. And I played like I don't know, like two hours or something, because right. my my son wanted, started to see that I was able because he couldn't beat it because it was a little bit hard, and I started getting through it. And he said, Yo, "Just finish it, Dad," because he wanted to see to see it through. So I just kept playing like two hours until I beat it. So, oh wait, do, do you guys have? Sorry, you might have said this already, but do you guys have a PlayStation VR at your yes. house? Yes. Okay. All right. Makes more sense. I, mean, I got that's... the real VR. Uh, you have a, do you have a HTC? But I've only used it no, I have the, whatever, the Samsung one, I think. I got the name of it. It's a Samsung the... headset, though, right? You don't, it's yeah. not like a... Odyssey, a... I think. 
Is it the one that's got like a mobile phone chip in it? Or is it something that pulls off the, the power of your computer and it's just kind of displaying it? No, it's power off the computer. It's the Samsung Quest, is that what it is? Oh, uh, okay. It's, I have gotcha. no idea. Augie, Augie sent me the link and I paid for it. It's usually <laughs> the how things work sometimes. Yeah, it's probably no more, there's not many questions. That's probably a good suggestion. Yeah. Well, well, let's get back to helicopters, but I do want to do a, we'll circle that back at the end because um, we need to talk about the new 3080 laptops because they're looking amazing. Um, so let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to Frank's updates here because there are so many things that I need to ask questions on, but I'm sure you will explain them all in due time. So maybe we'll just listen to you explain what's been up. Start with the drama. Right. Start with the drama. Let's start with the, start with the drama. Let's, let's, you know, carry through in the middle with the drama and then we'll end with the drama. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, I am no longer a member of the SAB USA team. I'm going to do a quick outline and I'll go back and explain everything else. Okay. All right. You need to know, no know how that happened, it. like what the thought, what the thought process was, how it happened. I, will, I know, I know, I know. And I, I'll let it all, I'll, I'll speak of it as much as I feel like that it's man. I need to Come on. Come on. To all the, to all the parties involved. Uh, I got uh, about $6,000 of a helicopter stolen from my car and our uh, turnaround rate for an episode is about what, a couple of months. I'll, I'll be safe to say here that I am also the new uh, co-team manager for XL Power USA. Wow. Okay. So you went from, not only are you a pilot, but you are a team manager? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, let's unpack those in order in order of the timeline. So, did the um, did the okay. egregious theft happen first, or did this team switching happen first? No, no. Le leaving leaving a city started first. Okay. And what happened? It, you know, I, no, nothing happened. It was that I, and I'll be completely honest with it. I've been I was at SAB for almost this would have been my fourth year. You know, I love the company. I love the helicopters. You know, I got nothing to complain about or anything, but you know, just like with anything, you're trying to find your place in the hobby and you're trying to, you know, I like to see progression and I feel like, you know, that they didn't have a position for me there. They, you know, and I, I wanted more than what I was doing. I wanted to help out in more ways, but you know, there are people that are much more, more talented than me there doing those things already. Uh, and so I went and talked to Ron about it, you know, and we had a good conversation, you know, he's, he's a true gentleman and a, and a, and a, and man, I couldn't thank him more just for being a friend and a good mentor and a good advisor and everything. He, he said, you know, man, I understand what you're doing. Uh, I understand what you want. I don't think this is the right place for you. It's the right place for it, you know, and. I had, you know, I had, I got reached out last year, of course, my partner, Chris, and, you know, Scott from Cajun, they had sent me an XL 550 last January. And I flew it through most of last year. You know, I, I put a lot of, I put like 80 flights on it within a year on and off, you know. Did you have to go uh, at, never like, had at like midnight, at like midnight, so no one would see you flying it? <laughs> no, no, no. The guys at my field at Flat Helis, they kind of know the rules. Like, if you, you, you want to make a video of me, we have to talk about it. 
because I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to offend anybody that I'm doing business with, that, that I'm working with, or that I'm helping out with, you know. And, you know, there's always been that clear understanding. Yeah, like, look, you can record, we can do a lot, you can do whatever you want, but it has to be, you know, we have to make sure that we talk about it first. Don't catch me off guard. Because I got in trouble for it a few times, you know. There was a few times that I flew about a canopy, you know, and that was a no-no uh, with SABUSA, you know, or that was Ron's big rule. And I, I respected it, you know. I thought I didn't agree with it, but I respected it. I didn't actually know that was a rule. You couldn't fly without a canopy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't get caught on. You shouldn't get caught on video. Like if you find an SAB pilot flying without a canopy, oh, someone's gonna have a, Someone's gonna have a, uh, Someone's gonna talk to them about it. You know, and it's just it's a matter of imaging and image. You know, you don't want someone that you know it's on your team telling people, hey, you could fly without the canopy. It's like, why do we need a canopy? You know, I understand it. Not a, not everybody sees it that way, but they do, and that's their right to see it that way. So, and we talked, and it came to a like perfectly good understanding, and I and we you know, and it came out great. The next day, I had to have the same conversation with Bert. You know, like always, Bert was a complete professional. He was he was sad to see me go. You know, he he wished that things were different, and I and I appreciate it. You know, complete gentleman. I would do anything. I think I would be I would help those guys out in a heartbeat. You know, they were always was very good to me and treated me with all kind of kind kindness and respect. But you're still a you're still a dealer was, for SAB though, right? Even though you're working with I, I, yeah, as, as as of now I'm still am. Okay. I don't know. We'll see if that continues to be. I didn't know I didn't think um, that, that would change just because you didn't fly for them anymore. It seems like if you whether or not you fly for them if you're a hobby shop owner, that, that shouldn't really yeah. be the same equation, but no, that's for sure. And I still be able to, and if anybody ever needs anything, you guys can always set me up. I'll be glad to help out anybody. Um, then that was on a Monday. And then I talked to Bert on a Tuesday. And then on a Thursday night after leaving an egregious long ass day at work, you know, a very tiring long day at work of sales with meetings and OAC meetings, which are owner, architect, and contractor, which is just like battleground meetings, you know, where everybody's throwing shit at each other. You know, Paul, you're aware of this, you know. Oh, I know. It's like you and take two, you take two guns. You, there's only three people. Each person has two guns, and you just point at each other's heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and let's see, let's see who falls first, right? Yeah. And, you know, try to deviate and, you know, pass on, never accept anything. It's very, very funny. So I had, like, I had two meetings, two of those for two projects that I'm on. And I left the office a little later and I, I'm walking out, I'm talking to my buddy, uh, Don Shaw. And I'm like, I have in my car. I'm like, why is there a breeze in my car with the windows closed? Now I look to the back and there's my window. My, my corner window had been smashed and my Kraken 580 and Kraken 570 had been stolen from me. Dude, when you, when you sent that photo, like my heart just dropped. I am, I felt so bad for you. Did it happen at work? Yeah. Like the work? The work, at work. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's because we, we have, um, we have uh, not street level, but ground parking in yeah. two different lots, right? And usually that day I had gone a little later because I had to take care of something out of the house. So I didn't have my usual spot in like the main parking lot. You know, I have this like one corner spot that I call it the corner office. And, you know, everybody in my office respects that about me and they never parked there. And 
someone that showed up a little late uh, earlier than me. So, oh, he's not here. He might because he's I'm always he usually try to be always on time. He's like, oh, I'll have a spot. I'll take his parking spot. So I had to park across the street, and that that you know I think that was one of the reasons that my car got broken into because the one lot where I usually park at is pretty secure. I mean, how often do people do employees' cars get broken into ever? It's been it's been the first time it's been the first time since uh, we've been in that location. Oh man! And you've uh, it's been the first time. Have you put out feelers oh, on, the, the hot, on the the hot on the oh, uh, hangout? Oh, dude. It's coming! It's coming! It is coming, dude. That's no one's going to be no one's going to be able to sell that, right? Without someone dude, noticing. The next oh no no dude the next day they were both on offer up for sale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, what happened? Yeah. Oh, I called the police and I I even tried to get one guy to sell, sell it back to me and I called the cops and I was like, hey, look. Dude, it's actually a picture of the hangout. There's, uh, I had like eight police cars in front of my house trying to figure out how we were going to do this. And the lady's like, no, we can't help you. I was like, well, I'm going to go do it. And if I get shot, that's on you guys because you guys didn't help me because I'm not paying this guy dick for my helicopters. And the guy ended up flaking on me and not showing up. Did you, and I mean, did, did you get, did he get any hint that you were coming for him? No, no, no. I I, call, I completely made it out like I was I was a super noob. You should have seen the conversation that I had with the guys. Like, yeah, someone stole my remote. You can just go to a hobby shop and they'll set you up, man. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, anything else you can tell me about it? And he was copying stuff directly from, like, the SAB USA website. Like, you could yeah. see, like, the same shit. I'm like, oh, cool. Can you show me some pictures? And, dude, in one of the pictures, you can actually see the serial number because, you know, on all my bills, I always take a bunch of pictures. Yeah. And I had the serial number clear right on it on both that one and my 700 well so what happened so he flaked out on you the first time did he just never respond after that again no he tried to get he, we tried to he tried to uh i tried all day the next day and then you know so he's like yeah, yeah we can do it today man no problem i'm like all right dude let me know i really want it you know um if you, if you come if you come out my way i'll even give you some extra money for gas you know trying to entice him yeah to pocket mixes oh and the guy's like yeah dude uh I couldn't, I couldn't let it go for 350. I just sold it for 500 bucks. I'm like, you motherfucker. Do you know how much money was in that fucking thing? You just sell it for $500. Oh my God. But you know, I, and then, so that was just on the 580 on the 700. The guy was like, yeah, yeah. just call me. And I tried to give me his number and I tried calling him three or four times. And, um, uh, the guy wouldn't pick up. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, let me know when you want to come meet up. I was like, yeah, I can meet up today, wherever you want me to, right? And I'm trying to get, like, policemen to, like, help me. And they're, they're useless. Like, I kid you not. I, I have friends that are cops, and I'm sorry, because those guys actually work compared to these people, man. Everything is such a bureaucracy and some bullshit. Right. I can go on and on about this. But this is not a political podcast. This is all about helicopters. So... <laughs> So that being the case is um, it took it took an, six days for a detective to call me back and tell me that she had, that the case had been uh, assigned to her. So I was like, well, I've done most of the work for you already. So here's here's the two people that were uh, they were selling my helicopters online. Uh, this is what they stole. This is everything. And I just need my police report. Yeah. And I had to wait like another two more days to get a police report. Well, I mean, what was your plan with the police report though? Like what were you going to do with it? 
Uh, I'm going to give it to my home insurance company so they can, they can, okay. they can, they okay. can, uh, they can uh, uh, physically abuse me with no lube by giving me a $2,500 deductible on a $6,000 set of helicopters. Yeah, that was because, you know, we had talked about whether or not you could use your car insurance for it, but your homeowner's, no, insurance, your car homeowner's insurance, insurance. insurance, yeah, your homeowner's insurance would do it, but man, that's a hell of a thing for a deductible for helicopters. $2,500. And, but the great thing that the AMA also kicks in some money too, so which is pretty cool. Nice. And nice. granted, I didn't pay, I didn't pay six grand for them, but it doesn't, it still hurts. Um, when you, you know, um, I might get in trouble for saying this, but when you first, when you first said that your helicopters were stolen and I was like, Oh God, it's like the SAB hit squad. They came after you the second that you quit the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like man, oh, those Italians, dude. those Italians don't fuck around, man. <laughs> oh man, it is funny. Like, you know, you're not the first. Be glad you got out with your life, friend. Man. You're not the only person that's told me that. You know, um, <laughs> it, no, it's funny because a lot of people reached out to me, especially old team members, and asked me, "Hey, did, did you know what happened?" I was like, "No, man, it's just they came in, broke in my window, and you know, took off with a good." Dude. So, I mean, back on the uh, the topic of the police being useless in that situation, I, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but maybe 10 years ago, I was working you know, at HKS, like at the architecture firm, and we have our own parking uh -huh. garage. It's no one else, just HKS. It's locked. It has a key card access only. And I went out at the end of the day and my car was missing, like someone had stolen my car. And I, I went to the, we actually had a police officer on duty at the parking garage. And I was like, dude, someone stole my car. And it took me 20 minutes for me to convince him that I didn't just forget where I parked. I was like, talk about useless, man. <laughs> dude, dude, it's one of those things because you, you become like, you know, I find it, you know, dealing with my daughter, I've learned that routines are so important, right? So I have a morning routine. I park in the same spot. I do the same thing every morning, you know. So, and so when something is off, dude, you know it right away. And it's like, I know where I always park because I always tend to park in the same exact spot, always. You know, no one can, you know, I usually don't ever change parking spots just because, you know, routine and repetitiveness and, you know, less things to, think, less things to worry about, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, it was, it was, it sucked. You know, the worst part is that I thought that they also stole my V-Control, my V-Touch. That well, they, they, they probably didn't steal it because they just didn't find it, right? Like it was still in there. No, no, it was at my house. It was at the house because I unloaded oh, everything. Okay. okay. So you want to hear the irony, right? So they steal the two Krakens and they steal my um, five eleven tactical backpack, right? Pretty badass back backpack with some uh, just like drafting shit that I have, you know, mm -hmm. marking up drawings when I come home. But I left it in my car for some reason because I usually take it in and out of the office, right? But if they would have looked in the trunk, they would have seen uh, a generator, a charging case, uh, much, so much money, a bunch of money in lipos, um, gallons of fuel. And I'm like, oh, they smashed and they grabbed and they ran. Yeah. Least they didn't I mean, it makes, it makes sense. You know, most people don't keep tons of valuable stuff in their trunk all the time. So if they're going to grab something yeah. in the car, I mean... I mean, is, can your, is your trunk easily openable without an key, electronic key? There, there's is, a switch. Is there just like a release level that you can pull? No, there's just there's a switch on my dash. You just hit it and it pops up. 
Um, the irony of it is, or the thing that I dislike most about, oh, why, would, why did you have them in, your, in the backseat of your car? I'm like, well, motherfucker, it's not illegal to keep them in the backseat of my car, is it? Oh, well, you're tempting them. I was like, it's a, it's a Chrysler 300 with the darkest tint legally legal in, in, in Miami. And, if, and I, I, I usually have a, uh, something thrown over them. So it's not like they're equally, they're visible. Oh, uh, and the cop that it just, cops are useless. Cops are useless. I'm sorry if I upset anybody and it's not all, not all cops, just the ones that I've had to deal with here. Well, the ones, that are, the ones that are assigned to deal, you know, the ones that are assigned to deal with, um, I would call it, you know, minor theft are probably not too enthusiastic about the job anyway. So. They're like engineers yeah. that work in buildings, you know, like if they were, if these engineers were really good, they would have gone to work at Tesla or NASA or Ford oh, like or something like that. No. Like literally, like, like literally like an any MEP engineer I've ever worked with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all generic as they can be, and they, they barely got through it. That's not the, that's not the top of the crust, okay? You guys are generic and weak as possible. Hey, speaking of the uh, trade, my wife extends her thanks that you were able to um, point her in the right direction on that uh, hurricane-rated uh, column cover. <laughs> oh, not a problem, dude. If she needs a detail, oh. I, I probably have one. Made her, I, I think she found one. So for a backstory, my wife is, is an architect working on a uh, hospital in Miami, which is funny because I think she's working with people, Frank, that you probably actually know. Um, probably, I know, I know a lot of, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of graduates from HTS that we went to school together. Well, she was spent like her entire Sunday trying to figure out this, this uh, hurricane code, NOA code thing. And uh, halfway through oh. that TV show, I, I was watching TV and she was working. I was like, you know what? I bet Frank knows the answer to this question that you're looking for. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, it's called... It's the NOA, the Notice of Acceptance. It used to be uh, Miami made a change to the requirement because of uh, Hurricane Andrew. So there has to be testing done for all steer elements that are not delegated engineer. And a column cover, fun fact, is a wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> it fits in the wall category. Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, I am, I am so sorry to hear that. Um, Dude, you, uh, it was, I was more the more orange one, right? It was the 700 orange one and the, it, the 580. And then we had my, my yellow and blue 580. Oh my God. Um, no, the saddest part is when I looked, when I actually hunt down the price on it. So I went on a main like there and I see, okay, let's, let's, let's read both my five, uh, my 580 and my 700 from scratch, right? Well, yeah, it's going to be like almost $6,000. Yeah, it was it was shy. It was a little bit shy of six thousand dollars, and I'm like, oh, thank God that, yeah, I didn't pay that for it, but I do. It did hurt still. So. Were those the only? Were those the only two Krakens that you had, or was there another one? Yeah, those were the only two. So I had. I, I was gonna get another uh, added Kraken Nitro possibly coming to me. Right. Uh, but leaving the team and, you know, the person I was going to buy it for, we, we were going to trade out some stuff. I sent them uh, an EFC and some parts and a slide bar and uh, a Neo. He was going to send me a Kraken with a, a YS and a Hattori pipe. But then leaving the team kind of didn't make sense anymore. So he just gave me cash. And I was happy about that. So are, are you replacing... Uh, like moving into Excel Power, are you replacing it with uh, a couple Spectres or maybe? Uh, oh no, well, you're gonna, pro, already, you're gonna Protoss, right? 
I, to, I got actually two Protoss Nitros. Raw, raw, raw. The 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 owner, you know, he he asked me if I would if I would try out the Protoss and you know help that out. I was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to. And you know, they they also sent me an Expector last year to test out after I had after I enjoyed the after the 550 was a was a good choice and I liked it. They wanted me to Dude, test out. I freaking love. I love my Spectre. That is my favorite helicopter, like by a large margin. Things amazing. So, so I don't want to sound like the fanboy because you know, I was telling everybody a month ago to you know, or two months ago that the Kraken is a great helicopter, and it is. I cannot take that away. From I'm, 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 I like my Kraken. Okay. I'm, I'm scared of crashing it. I'm not scared of crashing the Spectre. Which <laughs> maybe why I like it more. <laughs> Dude, you want to you want to hear this? I crashed this. I crashed the Spectre three times in the last month and a half, and it's because I have no. It's first. It can take everything and give it to it. I I fly it like yeah. a hosing mine. So I'm trying exactly. to beat the hell out of it. Exactly, right? you beat the shit out of it. And then when you, you drive it in, it's like a hundred bucks to repair. Hey, here you go. And that's I mean, the, that's outside the blade cost. Break the blade. Outside the yeah. blade cost, which I did unfortunately break. I I broke one of them. I didn't break the other one. But outside the blade cost, my repair bill was eighty bucks. Uh, yeah. And I took it in hard, man. Like I took it in super. I was doing a um, what was I doing? A was it a upside down funnel? I think, but it was. I mean, it it came in screaming at you know forty thirty miles an hour, and just like <laughs> cartwheeled across the ground, and it was eighty bucks for the parts. It was amazing. Um, the canopy was the canopy still flyable, you know. Dude, so, um, I I blew one. I broke the tail on mine the first time I crashed it because I I was coming in. Uh, I was doing a backwards hurricane. And you know we have like high sugar cane on, on one side of the field, and I hit, and I hit that, and that thing just wrapped it up right there. It ate it. So I had. My well, did the did lunch. the did the cane protect the rest of the components though? Oh no, it fucked. It, it, that that uh, well, the only thing that was bad was the uh, the aluminum boom, which I've now updated to the carbon fiber boom. Really worth investing in case you haven't done that yet, Paul. Try it out well, on the, the, the on aluminum your next boom, The aluminum boom is eight eight dollars, man. Like I don't. I know. I, I guess at, at that point it's just the hassle the hassle of having to change it. I guess. But yeah. is, is is the carbon uh, like have you have you crashed with the carbon and it survived? Yeah, 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 yeah it survived. Okay, I guess that's good because you and know I for crack, a fact that if it's still straight, like it, if if it didn't crack, you know it's still good. The aluminum one, you can never really tell if it's slightly bent or whatever. Yeah, and. Uh, one of the bars that hold one of the boom supports. Mm -hmm. I broke. I broke one of those. Uh, the skids. I ripped those. It's like someone shear shear them at like one of the corners. Oh yeah. Same like someone came in with a knife and cut. Yeah, just ripped them <laughs> apart. So it was great because I got to add get the new white skids because you know got to get that bling. Uh, which canopy do you have on yours? I actually bought another one just because I thought I might need one, um, even though I don't. So I have two. I've got the red and white one, um, and then the classic yeah. orange and yellow and black one, which I like the best. I think that looks uh, looks pretty good. I also saw a, a scheme on Mask Pro's Facebook page of it looks like a Gulf Oil scheme, so it's like red, blue, and white, but it's like that um, or mm. orange, red, or, uh, orange, white, and blue. It's like a pale blue and a pale orange. It looks super sexy. 
and I might actually just, I don't need a new canopy for it, but I might just buy one for it in the spring just because it looks really good. Dude, so I think I'm, I'm going to rock this year because I have the red and white one on the 550 because I changed mm -hmm. that one out because I think, I think I'm going to do the same. I think I'm going to do the same one. The same, sorry, the same what, which one? The red and white on both, oh, the, okay. five, on both the 500, uh, 550 and the, the Spectre. So, um, yeah, I've uh, been flying those and they've been kicking ass. Awesome. Uh, where, where else? What's, what's well, next did you not get an oh, electric? Yeah. You didn't get an electric Protus? You, you just got a, you got two nitros? I have, I, I, I got two nitros, yeah. I have a lot of motors and <laughs> I have everything to change, to change on out. Um, the crazy, the crazy thing is how much people have been coming at me asking me for if, if I'm going to sell anything. So, so far I sold one of my black nitros. I sold, uh, one of my 700 electrics, my, oh my God, uh, dude, why you, uh, did you, did you give, did you give Javier the, the right of first refusal for all of you? Uh, dude, I, I've, I've been trying to sell Javier a Helix 700 for the last 15 years, you know, I don't even want to hear Javier, what's your, thing. what's your always, excuse, man? You get a secondhand Frank helicopter. It's gotta be the best deal on the planet. I know my excuse is that there's seven dollars in my in my wallet. <laughs> Dude, don't worry, we can do a layaway plan. You're, you you won't be the only one. There's there's people here that, that they're on payment, weekly payments with me. And and the other thing is how much parts I really had, dude. This one guy said, Man, I just really want to buy parts and you know, I just I'm a builder. I don't need full airframes. I'm like Do you have a do you have cracking cracking pieces left over? I'll take the I'll take this. No, no, those, those were, those were minimal. I didn't, I never really went to do, uh, really crash that much those. Um, gotcha. What kind of, do you actually so, do like 570 and 700 parts then? Yeah, yeah. So this guy must have gotten the, the, he, you know, great dude, great dude, Bronson. He's in, he's in uh, Minnesota, I think. He must have gotten the most craziest deal for me because I just kept finding parts for the 570, like, and I laid it out on this on my table, and I was like, "Look, dude, this 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 a good deal for all this would be 500 bucks." And he's like, "Okay." I'm like, "Man, I should have shot higher." And then I <laughs> like full like, you know, I meant to say four or five eight hundred bucks. Yeah, four or five. No, no, it's not, it doesn't stop yet, dude. And he's like, "Yeah, look, I'm also, you know, also like synergy." I was like, "Oh, dude, you know, I, I have an E5." He's like, "Oh, I'm interested." And then he like lowballed me. I'm like, nah, dude, no, no, it's worth a lot more than that. And I took it out and showed the picture of it. He's like, oh, okay. So there, I sold that as well. And then uh, my buddy Ian, who actually helps out on the free fall page, Facebook page, he actually uh, bought my um, black nitro number one, the first black nitro. Yeah. And so I stripped that all down and then I sold a bunch of components to people that have been asking me about it. So, uh, I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff in the last couple of weeks. It feels good though. Doesn't it? Like when you purge, when no, you purge I know, your... I know. Dude, it's like when, I went, I went through it. A... On... Go ahead. No, once you put it, once you put it in the post office where it get picked up, oh, it's like, Oof. <laughs> yeah. I went on a, a purging spree, uh, right before the holidays. So I got rid of all of my, um, uh, let's say 380 and below. So I have one 
I, I still kept my Oxy 380, but I have, that's, that's the smallest helicopter I own now. I got rid of all my micros, all like, I kept one Oxy 2 that's for just to keep on the shelf because I like the way it looks, but it doesn't have any components on it. It's just a frame. I'm not going to fly it anymore. And uh, the, the smallest functional helicopter I have is the 380, but then it's just the five and above after that. But I sold, God, like six, seven helicopters in a, in a month. Uh, and then my old transmitters, I sold the Gropner. I actually finally got that fixed and sold it. Um, nice. It feels, feels so good. Like my garage is clean. And I only have parts for the helicopters I actually fly. It's a good feeling. Yeah, so dude, I've, I've been going on a spree. Yeah. Scott from Cajun Aircraft must be either loving me or hating me. How is Scott doing? How's Scott doing? Dude, Scott, Scott's doing really, really good, dude. I got, we got some really good news yesterday and I don't know. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to get public about it, but I'm just, I'm just super happy for that man right now. I can't even that's, say it. It's good to hear. I wish you would come back him, and hang out with us. Yep. We, we got to get him back on here with, with not, man. That's a, you should see the, the chat conversation we have with, us three there is pretty funny. Maybe we could do like a guest spot then. That'd be fun to have him back on. We can hear what he's, uh, what he's been up to. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think we'll probably, you know, if we go to Cajun, you know, Cajun's uh, less than a month away. Yep. Uh, is, fly. is everything still, ha I mean, have, has everyone kind of kind of uh, accepted that COVID's just a thing and, and you can't stop your life because of it? That's, that's, I, that's my role, dude. Well, I meant the uh, event. I meant the, I meant the events. Like, are are they canceling stuff still, or is it like, hey, just you know, be safe? But we're still having it. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I'm doing. That's what that's on my event. That's what I'm doing. And then, um, so you you jumped a little bit later. We've been uh, Javier were talking about it. Next weekend, I'm going to be going to uh, the famous RC Helis Only Club in Durham, North Carolina, or Knightsdale, or where where it's actually located to go to the chill out. So my, I actually might see some cold, really cold weather. So <laughs> I will report on that. I will report on my knee shaking and hopefully, you know, staying warm. Get I'll bring a, my uh, coffee maker. You can get, you can get like a, a vest with heated pockets, you know, and just wear it underneath your jacket. Dude, I, dude I, I've lost a lot of weight, but I'm still a pretty big dude. So I think I still, I went from like R55 insulation to like R25, I think, you know. Or, <laughs> Uh, I get that joke. So, I get that joke. Uh, I, I figured you would. Um, but so that, and then so the last thing is the co-team manager, right? So Chris has been team manager the whole time, and he's been doing a great job. And I think that was the only way that him and Raw were going to get me to come come over. It, they kind of like listen to what I, some of the things that I wanted to do and kind of like agreed on it. You guys have any, uh, and, guess any XL power brand representatives in Texas? Brother, I tell you what, man, since I've, since I've been working behind the scenes, like I, not, I'm not supposed to come out as the team manager, as the coaching manager until next weekend at the chill out. Well, but this have, will probably I get have, published have, in June. So you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll be a great reminder of people what was going on behind the scenes when uh, I was jumping ship and, you know, doing things. Um, so after telling them, you know, me, Ra, and Chris, like, got to work on what, the, you know, the concept was going to be, you know, took it from a really, like, almost designing what 
we should be doing as a team and kind of breaking down the objectives and trying to figure out who are we need to go to. And we had always had been weak on the West Coast. So my first job was to try to find really good talented pilots uh, in the West Coast. So I reached out to Augie and Augie's like, dude, simple, Marco Cessna, uh, uh, I think it's his name, Marco Cessna. He's uh, Brazilian and then Johnny uh, Blackstone. And so yeah, I reached out to those guys immediately. Like, yeah, hey, Frank, you're a team manager. Within like two hours, I was recruiting guys already. Nice. And then I got, and then I picked, the, and then I found one more guy that I could, that I so happy that I brought in because he's kind of like, kind of the guy that keeps you, keeps you honest and doesn't put up with much shit. And that's Danny Juarez. You know, he's he used to fly for a line. Great guy. You know, I think he's very well familiar with the scene in California. He's already recommended me a few guys to look at, and and then we go, and then Augie, like always. That grumpy old Spaniard, man, do I love him. <laughs> he he put he, he put a call in and we're talking. Hopefully, hopefully we can get him. Uh, Marcus Kim. He used to be a very famous pilot back in the day, flying for a line. And if you look him up, you'll see some. Yeah, no, cool. I've heard the name. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming I've seen the vid- yeah. some videos, but it's I, I couldn't point my finger to it. Yeah, I did. Um, really excited to have him on, you know, he's, he's kind of somebody that, you know, you looked at, you, you looked at a bunch of his videos and you try to emulate his flying style. And then for him to, and then for you to, I completely turn into a complete fanboy. I've had my moments where like I've met like Duncan Balsion or, uh, you know, Nick Johnson or a lot of the guys from the UK, you know, I've had those moments, but talking to this guy, trying to like talk him into and recruit him into Excel. And what it really wasn't a talk is like, look, this is what we got. Look, let me let's let's get you some let's get you something flying here and see if you like it. And if you like it, then we'll talk. You know, cool. but I want to make sure that you're you're happy with the airframe and you know, uh, you know, Scott got him an airframe and we're gonna see and hopefully I get to uh, he'll be at the chill out next weekend so we will get some get some flying in. Yeah. And we I mean, get, I've, we get I've never heard in. anyone. I've never heard anyone that like doesn't like the Spectre, honestly. But you know, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those helicopters that it's just. I, I call it my redheaded stepchild. I really love the way it flies. It autos so good. Oh it's my not God, the most. Dude, it's, it's, not, that, it's not. It's not a terribly attractive helicopter, but man, it flies well. It flies so well. Uh, you know, I, I'm attracted to how cheap it is to crash. That's very attractive to it. You know. It's like Wait, it's so, like the chick. It's like a. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I didn't hear that first part. Something about a crush. Oh no, it's like it's like it's 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 incredibly uh, attractive to the crash cost. <laughs> you know, and and it, and it's the yes, components are pretty. Very and it's very attractive. And it's very. Uh, and it, it can take a hit, man. They can take some abuse, man. No, I mean, uh, I, I love, work, I, love work, I actually like working on it, which I, as much as I like the goblins, I cannot say that I enjoy working on them. Um, they, I do enjoy working on the oxys and I enjoy working on the specters because everything is easily reachable for someone with normal sized hands. This is just nice. <laughs> uh, no, for sure. For sure. And everything's out in the open too, man. And all the, all the important stuff is kind of like hidden where you don't need to worry about it like that. Mm-hmm. The bearing supports. 
that's such a cool little piece, man. I love the way they do that. That way you always keep your main shaft uh, in a line. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, putting your frames on a glass piece so they're completely level. This thing just slides right through. All right, Javier, are you playing? Are you playing cyberpunk right now? Like, you haven't talked, you haven't said a word, man. I, I, I was, I was sleeping through, through. Uh, I mean, I didn't think that uh, talking about electrics and non-nitro would make this news. You okay? You know, without without your uh, your counterpoint of the SAB guy, you're gonna have a hard time here, man. There's I know, so I much, know. So much talk about non-electric SABs. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it, it, it hurts. It hurts. You know, but, but really, but really, <laughs> were you playing cyberpunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I, I, I was, I was just uh, snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the first time I think this is the first episode ever that I've spoken more than Javier. It's in, it's incredible to me. You know, well, yeah. Uh, this, well, I, welcome to the new Frank. See, that's no, that's this is what happens, <laughs> Frank. Like in the winter, you can speak all you want to. In the summer, you you're not going to get a word in. <laughs> in the summer, I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> in the winter i gotta i gotta actually uh talk and you know carry the show now thank you javier for making me do all the work uh but other than that man that's been it dude it's been it's been a challenging month and a half uh the thing that makes this made me kind of like not so upset about it is that i really took advantage of the stock market and uh Incredible GameStop and AMC. So I've made some oh, money did, there. Did, so you, not really... did, you, uh, did you make some GameStop monies? Yeah, I made some. I made a little bit of GameStop money. It was kind of, I got into it late, but I really did. I made out like a champ on AMC. Oh, it's awesome, oh, man. It, I, uh, my, my, oh, buddy told me, my buddy told me to put into it in December. And I was like, no, right. GameStop is a useless company. I am not going to put money in that. And they're like, that's the whole point. I was like, what do you mean that's the whole point? No, I'm not going to put money in that. And uh, the same guy that told yeah. me to do that, I think he pulled out 50 grand uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, it doesn't make me feel one way or the other. Like, I just, I don't invest in things that I don't believe in. I don't do shorts. I don't do, um, I don't do options. I just do normal, like, normal stocks. So okay, I never was yeah. going to do, I was <laughs> never going to do it anyway. So it's not like, oh, I missed out. Like, there's no way in hell I oh, okay. would put money into that. So it's crazy. Like, I got into it last year. Like just like you said, oh, I would, I would buy like the S and P 500 uh, ETF fund, you know, that has a high dividend, and yeah, that was my thing. I just kept buying that and that, that, and then one day I was like, I'm like perusing through uh, Facebook and I found this group of like uh, investors, and I'm like, all right, let me check it out, and then I'm like reading up in it, and I'm I'm trying to learn patterns, studying patterns, learning all that shit. But um, just saying that I've done it well. I've done okay the last couple of, uh, since the beginning of the month, uh, since the beginning yeah, of the year, I'm at 25, 25, 25% return. So you can do great at this rate. Um, but you can also do horribly. Like there's a, a buddy of mine I work with, he quit his job last year. I don't, can, can I tell you guys this? Yeah. He quit his job last year because he made a little over $200,000 in the span of a month, I think. And wow. so he quit his, he quit his job at my company and then like he had given his two weeks notice. And before the two weeks notice was up, he had lost all of it. And he came back and was like, uh, can I have my job back please? <laughs> so that, 
like, and he's, he's one of the smartest people that I have ever met when it comes to like financial insights and financial trading sense, just like a, like having an intu intuitive understanding of, of how things could play out. And he wins big and he loses big. And that's just, you know, that's, so I think right now he's at like a net slightly positive, but I just have, I have no interest in that. You know, like I don't want the headache or the stress levels associated with winning and losing, you know, six figures at a time. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, you know, I heard on the news that there's, there was a teenager that killed himself because he I thought did, that he yeah. had lost like $750,000. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. I, I saw yeah, that. that I saw yeah. That. I heard, I heard that too. That was a Robin Hood mistake. Uh, it's like, I did an dude, options call. So, I did an option know, call for like I think I think I made a thousand bucks on um yeah. on on Amazon an Amazon position, and then I I I closed out my account. Like I never did anything else. It was like I don't. I'm not interested. I am not interested in this. I will do my 401k. I will do my Roth IRA. I will do all of my other brokerage accounts, and um, I will do the get rich slow scheme. <laughs> so that was that was for me like for like that was like my whole thing last year like. I got into it one time because someone was like, oh, buy Dogecoin. Dogecoin. I'm like, the fuck is that? It's like, oh, look, let's go to Robinhood and do this and do that. And it's like, start paying. So if it goes up, you're going to make a boatload of money. And then, like, I wasn't, like, it didn't go anywhere for, like, ever. And I sold because it and I put because it into it's a stupid, a, Because it's a stupid thing. And even though it's worth billions of dollars now, it's still a stupid thing. <laughs> Dude, so that stupid thing uh, gave me like a twenty percent return over the weekend. So I'm oh, not no, complaining about that one. I know, I know it did. I know it did. Uh, it's still, it's still it, nonsensical though. No, no, it is. It is. It is crazy how uh, Elon Musk can make a tweet as like we're buying uh, uh, Bitcoin, and that thing uh, grows and like goes from like thirty-two thousand dollars to. 42, 40, 43 or $44,000 in, in less than an hour's time. That's yeah. just crazy, man. That's just, you can see how much manipulation can really happen in the mar in any of the markets, you know, anything that has to do with that. And you got people just like chasing. It's like, no, I always I feel like people are just chasing. I actually have um, a, I actually have almost one Bitcoin. I have got like really? 0. 0. 0.8, 0. 0.85 something. I bought it years ago oh. and I never sold it. I'm not even sure if I remember the password for my wallet, to be honest. But again, I don't, well, I, don't dude, invest I, in, I don't invest in things that I don't believe in. I do not believe in Bitcoin. I think it's retarded. So anyway, I'm sorry. Sure. I, I, I hate the idea. Dude, but, I it's worth but, what, $47,000? Dude, <laughs> dude, but the blockchain, it's all about the blockchain. You just dude, don't blockchain get it. Is, blockchain is a wonderful technology. And it's amazing technology. The fact that you would build a currency on it is asinine. Like it just doesn't... Really, <laughs> And he says, and on the top of that, you can't use it as a currency because it, the volatility swing is like 20% daily. You can't use that as a currency. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, but of course, I mean, you really I'm, I'm the one, I'm the one who does not have a Lamborghini, right? So sure, joke's on me. Yeah. <laughs> Lambo money, buddy. Lambo, Lambo money. Lam, Lambo money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's it for me, man. You know, we can go back to uh, uh, talking about video games now. So if I wanted to get into one, which one would I be buying? Wait, get into I a want game like a shooter, or like, a system? Yeah. No, well, I have a I have a gaming PC. So which which game should I get for my PC? No. If you want to be frustrated endlessly, you can get um, you can get Cyberpunk. <laughs> actually, it's probably not Cyberpunk? that it's not that bad on PC though, right, Javier? No, it, on on PC it's actually pretty good, pretty playable. Haven't good. played it recently, 
uh, because you know I played battlegrounds and I played other stuff, but uh, but it was good. I mean, it, it's uh, an open world game and it, it's really good. But uh, but uh, you know, you probably wouldn't have an issue, Frank. Uh, you know, it, it requires a little bit of 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 horsepower, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, what kind of card do you have in your in your system right now, Frank? Uh, the G the the twenty eighty. Oh, okay, that's the a RTX. Yeah, I got. I think I got the same. I got this very similar system to Javier, but I don't have all the fancy mods that he's done to his. That's a great card. Um, yeah, a buddy of mine just bought a. Uh, actually, this is the same guy that made a ton of money on GameStop. He used all of his money to buy a kick-ass gaming computer. Um, he just got a uh, system pre-built from I think Ironsides, and threw the top of the line AMD Ryzen nine in it, along with a thirty eighty, and I think it cost him around thirty six hundred bucks. But he's mostly into simming, so sim racing, sim flying. You know, I think he, he got it mainly for oh, yeah. uh, like flight simulator, and I think even his system will only run flight simulator at the new flight simulator at what like forty frames, sixty frames per second maybe. And that's like wow. the, literally the top of the line hardware that you can possibly buy at the moment. And it still only runs at 60 frames per second at the highest uh, graphics settings. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. The, the new, the new requirements, I mean, the requirements for the new game are just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. You know, they keep getting worse. That's I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to keep up. Which card did you go with Javier? You went with an AMD card, right? Yes, yes, I have the, uh, it's, it's a very old, one of the, you know, uh, very popular because they're inexpensive and they have a good, relatively good performance. It's an RX uh, 580. But, what's, uh, what's, the, the, what's the, the NVIDIA equivalent of that card? Because I'm not really familiar with the AMD cards. Uh, like, a, like a 1060, maybe, or higher than that? Probably a 1060. Okay. Yeah, it it probably doesn't rival the two thousand series cards. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I need to I need to get one. Um, I still haven't committed to to buying one mainly because I was trying to just buy the card itself, and they're next to him. I mean, they're literally impossible to find. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's it's worse than getting a PS five. Right. Exactly. I entered a lottery on Newegg twice now and have not gotten chosen. I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah, my, my friend just went with the pre-built system because those guys are actually able to buy the cards. It's like yeah. the only way that you can get a 3000 series card at the moment. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw the same thing. I mean, if you go to a builder, you'll get one, but if you want to get one for yourself, you're, then you're out of luck. Yeah. I saw the, uh, the new AMD gaming laptops look pretty interesting um, with the, with the Ryzen nines and I think it's the nine uh, and the 3080 mobile cards. I think that there's one that they make that's able to actually sustain like performance under load for an extended period of time, which is usually very difficult for laptops because they overheat. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying that these new ones are, you know, essentially they're better than the top of the line desktop was two years ago in a laptop form, which is just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, those, I mean, AMD has been, has been, you know, working really hard. Their new generation is really, really kicking butt. Right, right. I've never really been interested in, and I've always been an Intel person, but I think my next computer will have an AMD chip in it. Yeah, yeah. Or if you wait long enough, they say that Intel's 11th generation is gonna come right, right back at, uh, at AMD and at least uh, 
get equal performance. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, so they seem to be tit for tat lately, but I don't know. I just kind of like the idea that AMD went from the brink of bankruptcy to being able to beat Intel at its own game, at least for one season, you know, that's just yeah. pretty damn cool. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. I've always, always been an Intel fanboy, but uh, you know, when I saw these new AMDs, I, I said, you know, I'm going to convert. Cool. We still didn't answer Frank's question. I, I, I uh, what don't know a what a good, good game. Good shooter. Uh, well, I love Resident Evil games. Um, I think that Resident Evil 2 and 3, probably Resident Evil 3, I think I've played it, you know, start to finish probably around four times. I mean, it's, it's, it's that amazing to me. I really like it. There's a lot of replayability on that game. Yeah. It's relatively short. Um, the, uh, every time you play it, you, you gain points. And the next time that you play it, you use those points to buy like, uh, you know, guns with infinite ammo and uh, additional health uh, regeneration, you know, stuff like that. So that every time that you play it, you can play it on a higher level of, dif of difficulty, but with some aids that you earned with uh, points from your last run. So each game, it keeps getting better. So um, I, I mean, right now I'm trying to beat it on Nightmare, which is the, the highest difficulty setting with, you know, with everything, with like <laughs> an infinite machine gun and you know with uh you know three three boosters of health regeneration and you know stuff like that <laughs> so um it's still hard but you know it, that's 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 what i like you know you uh you know the game matches the whatever you are able to get so it, it's it's replayable again so it's it's really good i think that they did a great job with that one nice well um Hey, you know, has, has there been any, I know that the, the news is usually kind of uh, slow during the winter time, but has there, has there been any major um, Heli news updates in the last couple oh, months? Only thing, uh, on? the, the raw, the only, yeah, uh, obviously the, obviously the raw, um, when we haven't talked about it on the show that that does look amazing. Um, I love the battery, the uh, battery loading thing that they've got there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's cool. the only. I, I, that's the only thing, though, right? There, there hasn't been any other helicopters that have been released. In the last uh, well, the, they no. they released the Genesis, which is the newest Uruguay, or okay. Uruguay or whatever. So it's the newest <laughs> version of that one. You know, the F three C helicopter. I am very, very, very much not interested in that helicopter. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's like it's like sixteen hundred dollars, seven fifty size, and it's just meant for F three C competition. Right. And that's just, I mean, I don't think that's really any of our things here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That does, that's look look like, bad, like a niche of a niche of a niche. So, yeah. The raw, the raw is, like, is looks like, like a pretty, it's like feet wide. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The raw is pretty cool. I actually got to see some of the prototypes in December when I was in Orlando visiting uh, for a little weekend fun fly. Uh, Javier, if you were cool. to get a if you were to get a Goblin Seven Hundred, would you go with the raw, or do you would you go with the Kraken? I would go with the Kraken, just because. Yeah, I mean it. It does look the raw. I think is a really cool design for what it is, but the the Goblin Kraken I think is the pinnacle of Goblin design. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just a different, you know, it's just a different audience. I think. Yes. Yes. I mean, it it does look great, and what I like is that they made the changes to the transmission. So yeah, they, that's true. they made the change to uh, to the slant gear so that it's quieter and more efficient and uh, a few tweaks here and there to the overall transmission layout. So that's that's what I liked about it. 
that they did Could those changes. So if if that were to be ported over to the Kraken, like a Kraken version 2.0, that would be ideal. Which you, you think has to happen at some point. But could you right now, like, is it compatible? Could you actually take the I raw think, transmission and I just think swap someone it said that it, could be, that it could be possible. I don't know how easy it is. Frank, can you confirm or deny this? I cannot. Actually, I cannot. I don't have <laughs> one to speak of. And the ones that I had were uh, ripped from my soul. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring but it up. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Dude, the, <laughs> no, you want to hear the worst one? It's Javier. Javier says, to me, hey, dude, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I'll buy your 580. I was like, oh, what? You, oh. You do it. Yeah. That's the one that got stolen, dude. Oh. I cracked out because it was it was like the best of the worst Javier moments. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I like, you know, I, I'm, I, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm in between what to do, uh, come tax uh, refund money. And I said, you know, just the hell with it. I'll just, uh, it seems like uh, it would be a good deal from, uh, from Frank now that he's getting out of the team and, uh, you know, he'll probably give me a good deal. And then, no, that's, that, that, that doesn't exist anymore. Well, you know, if I, I um, ever get it, if I ever get it back, you know, I'll sell it to you for a good deal. Then, Javier, <laughs> I have, I have another, I have another Kraken airframe that I was going to use for a uh, the the gas one, but I, I guess that I don't know if that's actually going to happen uh, anytime soon. So, if you are in the mood for a Kraken airframe at tax season, let me know, and I can uh, pack it up for you. Yeah, that. You know, I don't, have I, any, I don't have any of the other components for it because they're all right. my other Kraken. Yeah, I do yeah, have the I, airframe. I I thought about 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 the you know uh, going like a like seven hundred size, but you know the components are so expensive, and um, you know it would take me because I have another friend that also called me and said, hey, you know I have a, a an, an old, um, you know I think it's a competition, seven hundred. You know I'll just give it to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I said, you know, you know, I, I don't know if it if it'll. But he asked me, you know, how long would it take you to get it together? And I said, probably about a year. You know, yeah. talking honestly, because at my budget, it'd probably take me about a year to buy all the components. I mean, so it's not you, it's not worth it. Would you buy them used though? Because I, I think I bought half of my stuff used, and you can save almost. You can, if you if you shop yeah. around, you can save like forty five percent off a of new. Dude, yeah. and you know you have and you have you have a friend here who who might be able to get you a lot of the stuff a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I know, Dude. I know, but it's still, it's it's still it's it's still a pretty penny. Um, it's it would still take me a while, you know, at my current budget level. What, so, what I'm uh, saying is, if you're going for a tax, if you're going for a tax season thing, you can get a used, fully ready to go 700 for 1,200 bucks. If you shop around. Yeah. 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 Uh. But that's that's twelve hundred dollars yeah, I don't and, have. <laughs> and and selling my stuff lately, that it's crazy how if you shop around the shit you can, the the savings you can have. Well, yeah, exactly. Like if you if you steal them, you know you can you can buy them from someone for three hundred dollars. Well, you know Franca. I don't know if I bought you Texas guys. You know if you see shit like that all the time, Barbie. So. Yeah, I never want to get both you guys in the same area. The amount of shit I'd be getting wouldn't be fun. Uh, oh, man. So for the last like two, two, three weeks, I've been building my um, my Protoss Nitro. Uh, you guys saw pictures of it. I posted it on our group chat. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I haven't it, let anybody on the hangout know what it is. So I take little like pictures of like the the carbon fiber uh, mounts for the servos, you know, a piece of fuel line, uh, me washing some, uh, cleaning some screws. And today I took a picture of it with the, with the, with the M MRCI, which is my pipe that I have for it, towel over the canopy so you can't tell what it is. And it's been fun. You should post the dog, the dog meme that I that I sent you, in response to that. The uh, very car, very carbon, much wow. <laughs> let me let me see what, let me see let's see what if this is really worth me going back in time to look at it. Well, I thought it was funny. If you guys didn't appreciate it, then, then I I can't help you. <laughs> it was slightly yeah, before the pictures of the SBR AR15. Oh, such <laughs> carbon, very nitro. Wow, many protos, so very. Previous, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, dude, the, the 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 boom is amazing. I love the boom. I can sit there and I can stroke that boom all day long. <laughs> okay, and on that, I think we uh, we have a, we have a wrap, guys. Frank's gonna go stroke his carbon boom. <laughs> 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 Thanks for joining us again, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Okay, see ya. Okay, goodbye, guys. Everybody. <laughs>